0: In this message titled, Grace for Impact, pastor says, God wants you to make an impact as a Christian and teaches from the Bible, three levels of impact and how to maximize impact for the glory of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10.
1: But By the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain But I labored more abundantly than they all yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me
0: But by the grace of God I am what I am And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain but I labored more abundantly than they all yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me Amen. Isn't that a beautiful word? Tonight I want to speak, the Lord willing, on grace for impact. Grace for impact. Amen. You know, today we in the world, we have people who influence. Influence is good. And we have the influencers. Either through their speech, they persuade, they convince people about something or someone. But that is not what I mean by impact. There a lot of Christians who are very influential but who have little or no impact very influential they might know everybody around them but there is no impact with their lives and I believe that through these seasons when we are receiving from the Lord through his word on grace God is equipping His church, His people to be impactful. Not just talk but your life is impacting somebody. It means your life has come into a forcible contact with another and that has done something to that person. You made an impact. God is not looking for influencers. God is looking for people who will impact. Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, in the New Testament of all the apostles, he was somebody who made a mighty impact for the kingdom. His letters are still speaking to us. His experiences in the Lord, birthed out churches, his letters, have built up the body of Christ. You know, impact is like an earthquake. The impact of an earthquake, you can feel. People should feel the kingdom of God when you walk in. There's a grace for that. There's an anointing for that. Earthquake. When you walk into a place, people should say, Mr. Earthquake has just walked up into this place. You know, earthquakes can be measured. everything about your life can be measured as a pastor sometimes you look into the congregation you can measure you can measure somebody's worship the level of their worship you can measure somebody's faith the level of the faith that they are walking in you can measure their giving the attitude and the heart behind that giving you can measure their sacrifice You can measure their loyalty. You can measure their strength. Everything about you and me can be measured. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of Jesus. God wants you to be impactful. He just doesn't just want you to leave out your life anyhow, anyway. You can measure the after-effect. Are you with me? Sometimes, you know, there are people that who so impact your life, by the way they teach, by the way they preach by the way they live their lives. So impact my spiritual father was one of them. I mean you could you could the effect was so so strong. The way you worship the Lord can you know when the presence of God comes down I mean the impact you can feel there are people who step into worship and then they just sing a song or just get in the spirit and the atmosphere changes it is not influence or influencers that God is necessarily looking for you might be an influencer but you have to say Lord let my life make an impact There are three levels of impact, one is the local level, the other is the national level and the third is the global level. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit of God comes upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, that's where you are abiding now, in Judea, Samaria. And to the very ends of the earth. Can you imagine that? Fishermen, not influential people in society, just gathered together in their upper room in prayer, and the Holy Spirit of God comes upon them. And the Lord is saying, Listen, when you receive the power of the Holy Spirit, you shall be my witness. Just not in the local level of Jerusalem. But in Judea, Samaria, and to the very ends of the earth. In <laughs> the <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Amen. So, how do you tap into that grace of being impactful or how do you maximize impact? Personal impact. Being the sixth month, six points. all from the bible all from my raboni my teacher jesus my lord my savior my god the first one is embrace the mandate to build something everyone you got to embrace I need to build something. It doesn't necessarily have to be a physical structure. That is good. Please do that. It can be your family to build your family. It can be the next generation to build the next generation. The, the purpose of the church, the purpose of my life, in teaching and ministering or whatever, is to build people. Impactful people are builders. Influencers just talk. They convince you about something, but they don't build you. in Matthew 16 we know the scripture Jesus asking the disciples who do people say that I am some say you're John the Baptist some say you are Elijah who do you say that I am you are the Christ the son of the Living God and the 18th verse Peter Matthew sixteen eighteen verse.
1: And I say unto thee.
0: And I say unto thee that thou art Peter. Thou art Peter. And
1: upon this rock. And upon
0: this rock, the rock is Christ. I will still, or I shall build build my church. See, Jesus Himself was a builder. The church is being built by Jesus. You know I, I, I thought at a certain point of my life you know that i had to just sacrifice and give up everything for the church for people around and one day the holy spirit just told me son i have sacrificed for them don't sacrifice for them sacrifice for me because they might come today and leave tomorrow But you do what I tell you to do. And that is all that matters. People who say, Pastor, we love you so much. Oh my God, we are with you. You can hardly see them when you're in trouble. They have their lives to lead. They have their motives, they have what they want to do. And they get disappointed or discouraged if things don't go according to what they expect. And so the Lord said, don't look at that. You do what I tell you to do. Glory to God. Amen. It might be a business that God has called you to build. It might be a city. God might be putting you in that office of a mayor or put you in that as a civil servant just to maybe build up a community. But you're not somebody out there to destroy and to break down but Somebody to build that's what the grace of God does, the grace of God will always build. Two cultivate a message that you can communicate. Seen people who talk a lot and after their conversation you don't know what they said. But you were listening to them for three hours and you didn't understand a single thing of what they were actually trying to communicate. Now, this is not a message for just pastors or evangelists. But I want to ask you: it's your personal impact. What is your personal message to the world? What do you think God has put you on earth for? What is your personal message to the world? There are people who put t-shirts sometimes, you know. I'm an idiot and I'm okay with it. (laughs) See, they're communicating something. or stay calm, I'm gay. (laughs) They're communicating something. That's their personal message. I've told you the story of somebody who wanted a tattoo, which was... He wanted that person to write, Born Failure. So, that person who was doing it, you know, somebody asked him, you know, are there people who generally get that done? He said, yes. But before I do it on the skin, they have it in their mind. They are born failure. Something is tattooed on your mind. And many a time, knowingly or unknowingly, you are communicating there, that. that's your personal message. The way you dress, the jewelry you wear, is all communicating something. You have a personal message wherever you go. What you post on your Facebook, what you put on your WhatsApp status or whatever. It's all a personal message, you're communicating something. Social media is to be used to communicate. What's your personal message? What are you trying to communicate? Some people are only busy forwarding somebody else's messages. They have nothing personally to communicate. Can you imagine that? They have not tapped into the grace to make an impact with their lives. your personal message what's does what the your screen say your phone what is your Instagram post what is what are you trying to communicate you should have conviction about the message and should be willing to share it with your community God has called you to do that you can't be silent and expect to make an impact what, what is the philosophy of your life? it has to be a biblical philosophy if you are a believer in Jesus you can't have just something taken up from somewhere and then you know, try to handle a social cause and Your whole life spent on saving antelope in Africa? You haven't even seen one? (laughs) I mean, you have to have that relationship with Jesus Christ to know what has God called you to personally communicate? Glory to God. John's Gospel, the seventh chapter. The Gospel of John chapter seven, verses 44 onwards.
1: And some of them would have taken him, but no man laid hands on him.
0: About Jesus. Yes, the 45th verse.
1: Then came the officers to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said unto them, why have you not brought him? The officers answered, No man
0: spoke spoke like this man. No man, coming. they're coming to catch Jesus. They're the enemies. They forgot they were enemies after they heard Jesus speak. (laughs) Can you imagine that? The Lord began to communicate why he came for war. And he began to communicate the very purpose of his life. He began to speak. And they forgot to arrest him. They came to arrest him. That's what the 44th verse says. They came to lay hands upon him, to arrest him, to handcuff him and take him. And Jesus was speaking. So they they sat there, listen and said, if you've not heard anybody speak like this, what is this? And they forgot why they came. They forgot they were enemies. They forgot they were supposed to write something bad. When that preacher was preaching, they just forgot that. may your life your conversation your speech so make an impact for the glory of God lift your hand and say the grace for impact glory to God speak in tongues for a few seconds may there be weighty words gracious words loving words coming out from the innermost being of your heart for the glory of Jesus words that lift up Jesus that lift up his body that will build people why should that will encourage and edify that will be prophetic in nature we give you glory and honor thank you lord equip your church Equip your people with that grace in Jesus name amen hallelujah Which one are we? Yeah. The third one, motivate yourself to be a solution. John chapter 6 verses 1 and 2. The Gospel of John, the sixth chapter, verses 1 and 2.
1: After these things, Jesus went over the sea of Galilee, which is the sea of Tiberias, And a great multitude followed Him Hmm. because they saw His miracles which He did on them that were deceased.
0: Because they saw His miracles which He did on them that were deceased. Jesus goes to the other side, people are following Him. Because they saw there is a solution for everyone who came in with sickness. Problems are gravitating towards Jesus why because of the solution in Christ let me tell you for every problem that you're facing in your life the solution is Jesus Christ amen whether it be financial whether it be sickness in the body in the mind in your family look to God's Word look to Jesus Christ none of us who look to him shall ever be put to shame he's the solution When you do a business and if your business has to make an impact, that business should be a solution. It should be a solution to some problem. If the very business that you do is a headache to somebody else, then there is no impact. There are people who will Uh, sometimes come in every company in every home in every church in every party other people will come bringing the problems highlighting the problem they'll say you know this we would have reached this level in our company if it was not for this 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 and this problems and they think they're very smart the entire board meeting 3 hours they identify this 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 is a problem sometimes when people come to me and say pastor this is this i think this is a problem that we i look at them and then they they say the solution i think we can handle this that's fine you bring the problem you bring the solution you're making an impact but you just bring in problems Just like Spider Man, I'll call you problem man. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Spider Man is fiction, problem men are not fiction. <laughs> Open your mouth and say, Lord, help me to be a solution provider me the wisdom the grace to find solutions thank you lord thank you jesus i access the grace of god to be a solution provider thank you lord glory to god hallelujah lift your voice bless the name of the lord forever solution is in worship when you just look to Jesus when those three armies came against Jehoshaphat you know they just worshiped the Lord they just began to praise the name of the Lord we do not know what to do but our eyes are upon you Lord and the Lord handled that crisis it's a word for somebody you do not know what to do with the challenges that you're facing but the Lord says just look to him alone the battle is not yours the battle belongs to the Lord Lift your voice, worship him. Worthy is the Lamb. Seated on the
1: throne,
0: we cry. Need ground, Lord, you rain, 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 Fourth one is the realization that you need money to sustain the vision. Many a time, the church is criticized for speaking about money, and immediately people label as you as prosperity gospel, you know, whatever. For you to be just influencing somebody, you don't need money. But to make an impact, you need the resources that comes from God. The book of zechariah the first chapter, verse 17.
1: Cry it, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, My cities through prosperity.
0: My cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. See? My cities. He's taking the Lord is using what do you say for that? My city. Personal. uh, First person. 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 That's right. That's right. That's right. That's good. You're a solution provider. (laughs) He's saying my cities shall Shall spread abroad through prosperity. Provision always comes to fulfill a vision. Provision. And even for your personal life, if you don't have a vision, how can God provide for you? many a time we expect first money to come then we try to look at the vision how big we have to build a home what kind of car we need which school the children have to go through we first look at what we have that's not the way it is first we look at god say lord what is the vision for my children what is the vision for my house which vehicle do you want me to travel in how big do you want my office to be built how how large you want the company you ask the Lord you get that from God the provision will come Luke chapter 10 the gospel of Luke the 10th chapter most people make money their God and they look at money to tell them what they should do should I continue this business should I continue in this job Money is not your God. You ask the Lord Jesus. Luke's gospel chapter 10 verses 32 37 We know the story. We don't have time to go through it. A man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho fell among thieves who stripped him of his garments, wounded him, leaving him half dead. 31st words, and by chance, there came down a certain priest that way. When he saw him, he passed by the other side. And likewise, the Levite, when he, looked, when he was at that place, came and looked on him and passed by the other side. Today's words, the pastor and the religious guys came in. They said, okay, let's go to the other side. We are very influential in society, but we can do nothing for this guy. You know, we get the best seats in the when we go for a wedding we get the best seat The highest honor we are in people of influence but we can do nothing for that guy but look at what the samaritan did and but a certain samaritan as he journeyed came and when he was he saw him and he had compassion on him say compassion compassion, compassion is costly Compassion will cost you money. Real biblical compassion will cost you money. This man, he took him to an inn. We know the story. Gave that man money. Two pence, 35th worth. And said, if there is any more need for this guy, I'll pay him. Can you imagine that? good intention to become action, money is needed. You cannot help by anybody. Why? Because you have no money. You say, I have a good intention. I wish I could help that sister. I wish I could help that man. Oh God. But I, let me pass by the other side. But great influence. Yeah, you are the CEO of a company. Yes, you are a religious head, you are a pastor, but compassion is costly. Not, you know, the church at a particular point only taught on compassion, be compassionate to people. And so everybody is compassionate to people. But without money, is that real compassion? Can you help somebody? Sometimes you look at somebody not having a home or struggling on the street or not having eaten or somebody who doesn't have a toilet in their home, who have to go do in Kerala. There are people like that I meet every week. Or a pastor who is serving the Lord and who doesn't even have a small church, small church building. You look at somebody like that and you, say, and you say, somebody has to help them, huh? somebody has to help them. That somebody has to be you. But you can't, why you don't have money and you hate preachers who preach on this. The church that I pastor anyway, that God has asked me to pastor, is not to raise up money. I am not stepping out to serve the Lord for money. But I pray for people to prosper, that they might have money. Glory to God. Lift your hand and say, Father, let your church prosper. Let my life prosper. Let your grace be upon my life. To make an impact.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Amen
0: glory to God hallelujah two more points and we are through are you still with me the fifth one a mindset to overcome pain and the journey of trying to be impactful pain is inevitable if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen When you are impactful, you will unsettle or disturb the hornet's nest. If you are a nobody doing nothing, saying nothing, having no convictions, not standing up for anything, no problem. But you stand up for Jesus, you try to be impactful. You will stir up the nest. and the bees are gonna come after you. It'll be foolish if you don't expect the beast to come and you, stand under it and hit it. <laughs> Every time you know, you know when you know when a ch- you know you know the true members in a church. Every time when the church encounters persecution or goes through a crisis, because the cowards will always leave or they just be neutral. Let's see what's going to happen. U c o w a r d. We can never make an impact for the kingdom. Look at Jesus, Hebrews chapter twelve. We are called to look to the Lord. Hebrews chapter twelve, verse two.
1: Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith.
0: The author and the finisher of our faith.
1: Who, for the joy that was set before him.
0: Who, for the joy that was set before him,
1: endured the cross, despising endured the
0: Endured the cross,
1: despising the shame.
0: Despising the shame.
1: And is set down at the right
0: hand. And of... sat down at the right hand of God the Father. See, he endured the cross. His mindset was, "I could endure this," and despised the shame. See, cross, dying on a cross is a shameful experience. Dying on the cross. Amen. Half naked, people challenging him. If you are the Christ, come down, prove yourself. People challenging him, lying there naked, covered in his in blood, being humiliated, questioned. He lay there. Sometimes, persecutions can be very, not only painful, but shameful. So, you know, you got to learn from Jesus. Jesus learned to despise the shame. Don't embrace the shame. <laughs> Are you with me? Learn to despise it. Yeah, people will mock you. People will say stupid things about you. You don't embrace it and say, Oh my God, I'm going to be depressed for the next one week. That auntie was ridiculing me. When I go for the family function, they ask me, Is not your marriage ready? How old are you? Now I won't go for any functions. Hello? Don't value shame. <laughs> despise it. Jesus despised. We don't despise people, but we despise the shame. We don't value it. We don't embrace it and say, okay, oh, bring it on. No, no. What? That crazy guy is speaking again. So what? If you are a leader and you are uncomfortable around pain, you can't make an impact. I've seen many people won't associate with somebody who's going through a challenge. You know why? Because they won't associate themselves with somebody because they think Oh my God, if I associate myself with that, I might also have a bad name now. So let me just follow Jesus at distance. Yeah, I'll just go to church, but I won't be seen on the camera. You know, I'll just sit somewhere very far away where the camera won't reach me. Oh, I'll better still, I'll just watch from home. <laughs> Thank you, COVID, I don't have to go to church, I can sit before the laptop, get edified, but nobody knows. I'm listening to that preacher. (laughs) You, (laughs) C-O-W-A-R-D. Lord have mercy. Sixth one, when somebody is talking, learn to despise it, don't value it. Are you with me? Negative against you. The sixth one and I close with that. Be mission conscious or let, driven by a mission. Say that with me, driven by a mission.
1: Driven by a mission.
0: Amen. Amen. What does that mean? To express it in a simple words, a large vision should have compartments. I, I know all of you are very spiritual, but if there is somebody who is not that spiritual, you know this Tom Cruise movie, Mission Impossible. just revived, woke okay. up. <laughs> well, that's a serious. So Mission Impossible 1, Mission Impossible 2, Mission Impossible 3, Mission Impossible 1, they're taking over a country, protecting a country, Mission Impossible 2, they are, I don't know. Okay, I haven't seen all of that. I've seen a couple of them. At least here and there. But it's, the mission is divided. If your vision is not compartmentalized, you cannot make an impact. For example, in 2050 you want to go to the moon or to Mars. But first you finish your 10th exam. That's how we compartmentalize it. Let me finish my SSLC Because in 2050, I want to go to mass. But if you're just sitting there, on the fridge you're certain, 2050, mass. You will have to take mass from the fridge and eat it. You won't go to mass. Or you want to migrate to Canada? Yeah, that is relatable. Mass was a little too much. <laughs> Big talk, I'm going to migrate to Canada. Finish your studies. You should have a short term mission that will drive you. The vision, the bigger vision is going to Australia. Migrate to Australia. And suddenly somebody visits your home. Your chapels are lying on the sofa. Your towel is on that chair. The dishes for the last five days has not been washed. And you've got this big vision written down migrate to Canada they'll put you with the polar bear so the mission should be let me get my house cleaned now are you with me and you will feel as if you made an impact mission what is driving you at 50 you want to be this but at 20 what are you doing you have to compartmentalize it you should say okay right now okay, you want to have a great family life right now is not the time to be looking for a dating app what are those dating apps Let's look at that. what are those new generation dating apps Bumble. <laughs> Tinder. Hinge. What else? Hmm? I think the Malayalam one. Malayalam one, Have you given your name anywhere there? No. Don't do that. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Come on. Trust God to give you the right spouse. The mission should be right now to. Lead a holy life. Walk in the fear of God. Trust God to do what is right for your life. Not looking for, who do I match up with? Who will swipe me right? Bro, she swiped me. (laughs) Right out of God's will swipe you right out of God's will what's driving you you gotta learn to the mission is the bigger vision is compartmentalized Matthew 28 you know that's different from passion you know you can have a lot of passion sometimes people say okay do what you're passionate about don't you'll still be poor. I was I was passionate about playing cricket. I couldn't even take the wicket of my younger brother. Didn't even make it to the school team. I can be playing cricket at 50. But it's, it's not going to get me anywhere in life. So you hear a lot of that on the... Be driven by God's vision over your life and compartmentalize it to attainable missions. For example, I, when I look at, you know, I usually start the year with a certain days of fasting and prayer, so I look at it and then I write down. again, so 2023, this is what the mission is that I have to do. Maybe I have to touch this nation finish that thing and get that thing done the vision the larger vision is hundred and two nations but I'm not going to wake up in 2023 and say okay hundred and two nations to cover 12 months I'm not looking at that say Lord what is it that you want to do this Matthew 28 18 to 20 I, I close with it I hope this is helping somebody
1: and Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying.
0: And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying.
1: All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth.
0: All power has been given unto me in heaven and earth.
1: Go ye therefore, and teach all nations. Go
0: ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing,
1: baptizing
0: them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And behold, I am with you even unto the end of the world. See, the mission of Jesus. The mission, Jesus mission oriented and he released that to his disciples. It's called the Great Commission. The great commission is not the 30% that you get under the table for, for signing that project. <laughs> Sometimes when people hear this word great commission, they're thinking what commission? <laughs> See, it looks like mission impossible. Matthew 28, go on to all the nations making disciples of all nations but that is not mission impossible that is mission possible that's not mission impossible that's mission possible because jesus said it glory to god hallelujah so the six things The grace to make an impact i couldn't i only touched on jesus i couldn't touch on paul but i am what i am paul said the impact that i've made is by the grace of god open your mouth and say i don't want to die without an impact impact. amen i don't want to go to heaven without doing what god wants me to do on earth